welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are in the world. Um, Thank you so much to everyone who sends me messages telling me where they're listening to this. Um, I can see from some of the analytics that this podcast reaches pretty much all over the world. So thank you so much. And thank you for joining me in today's episode. Now, this one is highly requested in that I get lots of people who are wanting to start a business. They have got what they call a side hustle. They are small business owners. They're wanting to go freelance, saying to me, Victoria, help. I need more sales. I need more clients. I need to make more money. Help me. How do I manifest more money? How do I get out of need? How do I get out of lack? All of these questions. So I thought, right, I am going to create an episode where there are five actionable steps to manifest money. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about manifesting money as a small business owner. But if you're like, oh, hang on a minute, I'm not a small business owner. I don't class myself as that. I'm a side hustle person or or something like that. Still listen, because there are gonna be some really good actionable tips that you're gonna be able to apply. And also, what if in the future, maybe one of your goals and dreams is to be making more money? This episode is definitely gonna be useful for you. And if you do find this episode helpful, please let me know. I love it because it gives me such great feedback so I know what content to keep focusing on and what is solving problems. And that is why I created this podcast for you. And I know you can't see me, but I'm currently waving my arms around and I've just realized that when I get passionate about stuff, I do that. So I'm gonna just put my arms down in case it creates some kind of static on the microphone. So let's get into this episode. So we're gonna talk about five ways in 2023 that you can manifest money as a small business owner. And um, I'm gonna give you five because I want you to have lots of things to take notes on, lots of things to do as a result of this episode. And I wanna say as well that a lot of this is really quite heavily based on my experiences, based on either the mistakes I made or the places that I got hung up on in my business, things I teach my clients, things that have worked for my clients. And yeah, just grab a notebook, grab a pen, make sure you save this episode so that you can come back to it. So the first thing you need to do to manifest money as a small business owner 
is to talk about your offer or offers, obviously. Now, this seems so fundamental, but this is something that I really didn't do early on because I was really apprehensive of actually talking about what I do and selling. Now, the mindset behind selling, wow, okay, this is somewhere, um, if my sales coach friend, Sarah, is listening to this, she will be laughing and cringing all at the same time because I hated the word sales. Because to me, sales meant pushy, sales meant like, um, uh, in Matilda, like her dad, like the dodgy salesman who's putting sawdust in the gearbox. It just had all of this yucky negative energy and I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to be pushy. Um, I didn't want to be bossy. I didn't want to be forcing my offers into people's faces. And as a result, I went completely the other way and I never talked about my offer. I didn't say what I did. I didn't say how I could help people. I sort of skirted around the issue because of the mindset block around sales. So can you relate to any of this? And maybe you're not quite as extreme as me, but have you ever noticed you actually don't really talk about your offer. So maybe you sell candles. Do you actually talk about the candles you offer, the sizes? Do you talk about the benefits of them, the different fragrances, the different colors? Do you actually tell people on a regular basis on your social media or via email marketing or people you talk to, do you actually share what you do with them? Or do you find yourself doing that kind of, oh, well, I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to be pushy. Oh, I don't want to mention it again. Where do you sit with this? And also, if you're finding like, oh, do you know what? I don't really talk about my offer. Maybe you're, um, maybe you're a coach and you have one-to-one sessions. Maybe you offer Reiki. Maybe you offer tarot readings. Maybe you help people set really clear goals around their health and fitness. Here's the big question. If someone came to your social media, to your website, join your email list, would they know what you offer? Would it be so clear to them that they could buy a coaching session, buy your candle, buy your journal, book a session with you on health and lifestyle? Would they know that? Or if you actually looked at your content with fresh eyes, would it look a little bit like, well, She might be a coach, but I'm not really sure what she offers. Or I think she has a business that sells gifts, but I don't really know what they are. Where if you were looking at your business with fresh eyes, or if one of your friends looked at your social media or whatever presence you have for your business, would they know what your offer or offers are? Now, imagine you had just gone to your favorite shop and you had just bought something that you absolutely loved. It could be the latest Hoover. It could be the best mascara you have ever used. Um, Side note, I have really got into Lashify and I seem to tell everyone I meet about Lashify. So Lashify is um, an at-home, this isn't sponsored obviously, um, it's like an at-home lash system where basically you apply your own lashes that are... um, much kinder to your lashes. You can choose different colors and styles and all of this stuff. I love it. And someone only has to say to me, oh, your eyelashes look nice. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Lashify. It's the best thing ever. This is why you need it. This is why it solved all my problems. I love this. I love that. And I find that so easy to do. Do you have something like that in your life where if someone came into your home and said, oh, 
oh, what's that lovely fragrance? You'd be like, oh my gosh, it's this candle. I got it from this shop. It's amazing. The woman in the shop was so nice. She really helped me pick it out and it smells so good and it burns really even. Do you have something like that in your life? Then I want you to take that energy and I want you to think, am I applying that exact same energy for my own business, for my own offers? Are you able to talk so freely and so passionately about your products and services? Because ultimately, you know they solve people's problems. Whatever type of business you have, whether it's stationary, whether it's Reiki, whether it's health and fitness coaching, whether it is in real estate, whatever it is, you know you solve a problem for people. You know that you help people. You make their day easier. You make them feel better. You give them something. So are you talking about your business in the same way that you would talk about the best mascara you've ever used or the Hoover that takes two seconds to charge and is so lightweight and means that your house feels so clean and tidy every five minutes? Are you in that same energy? Because here is the block. So many small business owners aren't. They are not giving the same energy to their own business and their own creations as they do to other people's businesses and other people's creations. And I remember having a, you may have heard me talk about it on the podcast, but it sticks in my mind. So I'm going to use it here. Um, I remember having a conversation years ago when I worked in an office about this steam mop. Okay, I had got this amazing steam mop. I loved it. My kitchen floors were always sparkling. It was so fun to use. Then it had all these attachments and I just was having a conversation about it. Um, And I just happened to say, oh, but the one thing I'm gutted about is I bought it three months ago and all they had was the green option. If you know me, I'm not a massive fan of green. Um, But now they've brought out the purple version at at this point in time. The accents in my kitchen were like deep purple. And I was like, oh, I can't get rid of it though because that is an absolute waste. But I wish I'd got the purple one. Someone in the office turned around and said, "Uh, hi, Victoria. Um, Sorry, this is maybe a bit strange, but would you be interested in selling me your green mop? Because I've just overheard your conversation and you've literally sold it to me. Um, I really want one. And if I buy yours off you, then you could buy the purple one. Now, I laughed and actually we did do that. So I do have a purple steam mop. But the point is, I wasn't feeling any pressure to talk about this product. I was able to just say how much I loved it, how much I enjoyed it, how great it was. I wasn't worried that I was being salesy. I wasn't even thinking about being salesy. I was just genuinely talking about what I love. And that is the energy I want you to be in to manifest clients, products, sales in your own business. So ask yourself, would I talk about my business in the exact same way that I would about another business of something I loved? Because you're not going to have a product or service that you don't love. Or if you do, I'm going to say to you, right, why? Why are you selling something that you don't believe in, that you don't think solves a problem, that you don't value? Because straight away, that's going to be the wrong energy for sales as it is. So that is the first tip. Talk about your offer and talk about your offer regularly and talk about your offer as if it was so easy, it was so natural because you love it in the exact same way that you love other products and services that have been amazing for you in your life. So that's tip one. Right, tip two, I want you to look at where you're focusing on need in your business. So this could be need of sales, this could be need of clients, this could be need of just money in general. Now, straight away, 
ask yourself that question. Okay, where do I hear myself talking about needing? Do you regularly have conversations with your team or your partner or your friends or yourself? We all talk to ourselves. I think I have a great conversation with myself. Do you find yourself saying, oh God, we really need to sell more of blank or, oh my goodness, we really need to make more money this month because of X. Is it that you are worried about paying bills? Is it that you are really trying to take this full time? So maybe this is that you've got a side hustle and you are on that sort of tipping point of leaving a nine to five or leaving some form of what feels like stability um, and going into your business full time. Because a lot of the time that change creates a feeling in your subconscious of danger. And so then your subconscious is throwing up all these feelings of we don't have enough. We don't have enough sales. We don't have enough clients. We don't have a big enough following. We can't do this. We can't make enough money. And if you've ever listened to any of my podcast episodes, you will know that that negative self-talk is the wrong energy to be in to attract the things you want. But it's what we all do. At one point or another, we all have that, but what if? So we notice the opposite of what we want. And this is like the law of contrast. So if we can use this in the right way, this can be really beneficial because we can say to ourselves, oh, okay, I've noticed myself saying, I need more clients. I need to sell more of this product or I need to have more sales. So I'm feeling a certain way. I'm feeling like I want more of something. So then what you need to do is take where you're focusing on this need and you need to shift it into, okay, great, this is clarity. I know that I want to have X amount of money in my bank account so that these bills are comfortably paid with excess money left in the account. So then that is where I want you to shift your focus to because you are then being like, okay, I've noticed the negative feeling. I've noticed the lack. I've noticed the need and that's okay. You're not kind of berating yourself and saying, stop it, stop it, don't think that, don't think that. Because all that does is add more energy into the lack. You're saying, okay, so what is it I do want? So wherever you are focusing on the need, you need to shift that into, and what is it that I do want? So you would be saying something like, instead of, I need more clients, you might be saying, I'm ready for five more clients this week. I'm so excited to have those emails from people saying they're ready to book. I'm so excited to see those notifications on my app saying 10 people have brought my, bought my course today or whatever it is for you or um, to have amazing reviews or to have people coming into your shop. Maybe you have a brick and mortar business um, and you maybe do a mini visualization where you're handing over the bag to people and people are saying, oh, thank you so much. This is the perfect gift for my mum, for my sister, for my friend. Because what you're doing then is you are getting out of need. Now, I also want you to ask yourself, like, do you have beliefs around um, things you'll have to give up if you don't make X amount in your business in a certain time frame? Are you noticing that there's a pressure based on comparison with other people's businesses? Because these are all the sorts of beliefs we want to shift to be able to make money and manifest as this business owner that you are. Because you need to be in the headspace of yes, it's coming, it's here, I already have it, not what if I don't have it, but I need this, but I don't have. And I want it to be really clear that it's so normal to have these limiting beliefs. 
It's so normal to, to notice the contrast and it's there for a good reason. So rather than thinking, I can never be worried about money, I can never be worried I don't have enough clients, instead, I want you to shift that into something along the lines of, okay, I've noticed that feeling and what do I want instead? So in terms of comparison, let's just touch on that a little bit because I think whilst we all love social media in many ways, it can make us feel like we're behind in some way. Um, And I know when I've worked with clients a lot, especially when we're talking about business goals and building businesses, um, a lot of the conversation can come up around, but I've been in business for six months now and I should be making blah, blah, blah. Or someone might say, well, I've researched it and other people in my industry are making this amount or they sell that for this or their coaching sessions cost this. Should I be changing that? Should I be doing this? And these are all just examples of this limiting belief of lack, of need, of I'm not good enough, or should I be doing something else? And I'm I'm not saying that we shouldn't be researching the market. Of course, that's amazing because that's giving us an idea of what people want and how to solve problems and what's going on and the demand and all of that. But if you dial it down and if you think of the mindset behind this, ask yourself, am I in a state of pressure? Is the reason maybe that money isn't flowing into my business as well as I would hope it would because I am comparing myself? Because I'm not focusing on all the success I'm actually having. I'm thinking about, yes, but I'm not here yet. Or, well, yes, I've sold five courses today, but that person sold 10. So I'm not there yet. I'm not up to standard. I should be doing more. Because a simple shift there would be focusing on amazing. I've sold five courses today. I've booked three clients this week. I have sold X number of products on Etsy. 10 new people came into my store this week because that is shifting your energy. And it's not denying that you want 20 people in your store this week or that you want 10 new clients, not five. It's not, it's not living in cloud cuckoo land or anything negative that people might think. It's just focusing on a different part so that you can be in the energy of this is working, this is successful, and where do I want to grow? Rather than I need more money, this isn't enough, I can't pay my bills. So I hope that bit makes sense. So look at where you're focusing on need, look at where you are focusing on pressure and comparison and worrying about like, oh, what if this doesn't happen within a week? What will happen if I don't make X amount of money in six months or a month or the time frame that you might be focusing on? shift those beliefs, shift your beliefs. So what happens is you shift your energy. And then because you've shifted your energy, you're focusing on all the things that are going well. You then start to attract more positive things. You talk about your business differently. So linking back to that first point and money is just so much more likely to flow in, in, in different ways. Okay. Tip three, this could possibly, could this be my favorite tip? Maybe, maybe. And you'll see why. So tip three, is make it fun. Right. If you've listened to uh, previous episodes, you will know that in my coaching, I do something where we look at people's individuals, uh, individual warrior, settler, and nomad traits. So these are three elements of the personality based on BWRT coaching. I think they are so helpful so that you can understand what your personal makeup is, how you tick, look for any conflicts. So if, you've, if you're procrastinating or if you're struggling to achieve goals, 
often a lot of the root of it is this conflict between your warrior, your settler and your nomad. Now, this tip, making it fun, is really playing to the strengths of your nomad. Now, everyone has a part of them that is the nomad. For some of you, if you've listened to that episode, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I am definitely a nomad. That 100% describes me. This tip is going to be so impactful for you. My personal makeup is that I am settler nomad. Um, So therefore, I really like this tip because it really works for me. This is great if you are creative. This is great if you are the kind of person who likes new, fun, exciting things. And let's be honest, if you have a business, you want it to be fun. You want to be excited about your products and your services. You want to be excited about all the different things that you can do, different ways of making money. Because if we're being kind of super polarizing, the stereotypical view is working for someone else is going to be less fun than working for yourself. Now, does working for yourself come with potentially more stresses? Yes. Does it come with potentially more insecurity? Yes, it does potentially come with more insecurities, but also does it come with more possibilities? Does it come with more freedom? Does it come with potentially more of an option to actually do something that lights you up? Yes. So this tip is about making your business fun. The more fun you can have in your business, the more energy you are in of abundance because you're excited. It's not heavy. It's not stuck. You're not focusing on those things of lack and scarcity. So to make this actionable, could you launch a new offer? Could you run a sale? Could you run a challenge in some way that, this is the crucial thing, could be fun for you and could be fun for your clients? Is there something where you could have, I don't know, maybe you have a Facebook group. Could you run a challenge where there are prizes or gifts or there's some form of like game for participants? If you have a a physical business, could there be a sale? Could you offer little gift cards where when people make a purchase, it's like a scratch card and they can potentially win like discounts or, or free products? Like, As I'm describing this, this to me sounds fun. This sounds interesting. Um, If you look on TikTok, right, if you're not on TikTok, there is something called TikTok Shop and businesses are being really, really savvy and they are using TikTok Lives where there might be a person just packing bags of sweets, okay? So there's literally a person in a hairnet and gloves. They're saying, hi, order number, blah, 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 blah. Right, I'm going to pack your sweets now. Okay, we're having some fizzy peaches. We're having some this, that, and the other, some blah, blah, blah. They're pouring it in. And then they've got a wheel behind them. And this wheel basically means if you order between a certain time, so like when they're on live, your name gets put on the wheel. When the wheel is full, they spin it and someone wins a big bag of sweets. Okay, now this is absolutely booming on TikTok. I have to say I have taken part in some of these because it happened to be that I was scrolling, I wanted to buy the product, there was only one space left on the wheel and it definitely made me click that button and make that sale. Because then I was like, oh, I could win something, I could benefit, this is really exciting, there's an element of fun to it. And it is literally as simple as a plastic wheel with names on it. Now, you don't have to go on TikTok shop, you do not have to be on TikTok, but where can you add something to your business that fires you up? Maybe you have one coaching package or you have one course. Where could you add some excitement to it? Where could you add something that means that you are 
reignited in the fun element of it and clients start going oh this is really cool I could win this or I could get that or I could maybe it's just a quiz maybe you um, have um, a business whereby you help people with their diet okay and by diet I mean like health lifestyle fitness exercise maybe you could create a quiz that helps them understand what type of fitness person they are And that could just be like something free that people could do that could give them some insight, that could solve a problem for them and get them excited about it again. Think of the energy behind whatever you're going to do as exciting. It's fun. It's adding something. So if we're talking about sales or discounts, I don't want you to be coming at it from a feeling of fear. Like I'm not making enough money. I've got to slash my prices quick. I've got to get people to buy. The only way to do this is offer a discount. No, 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 no. That is not the mindset we want to be in because as you can probably hear as I was saying it, it was lack, it was scarcity, it was I don't have enough money, I haven't got enough clients. We want to move away from that and we want to be in that headspace of, oh, I'm going to offer a promotion, I'm going to offer a discount, I'm going to offer a sale. Maybe there's going to be a the first three customers or maybe you're going to put everyone's name in a hat and you're going to give an extra surprise gift in certain orders. There are so many different ways you can, <clears throat> excuse me, you can do this. And it's it's about adding the fun. It's about putting energy back into businesses because we all pick up on energy. Um, if you think about going into a shop and in fact, okay, so I, recently I came back from a spa with one of my besties. Um, I don't think she listens to the podcast, but if she does, she better be sending me a message after this. But um, And we just came back from a spa and we both said, Every member of staff that we spoke to was so lovely. <clears throat> from from the person who greeted us, from the person on the phone, to the people in the restaurant, they just couldn't have been more helpful. They were so upbeat and positive and kind and it really radiated. And we were talking about it and we were saying, well, yeah, I suppose when you're in a spa environment, they want people to be positive, they want people to be relaxed, they want people to be enjoying it. And it really translates. So the same is true in your business. The energy that you have behind your products and services translates into clients and sales and manifesting money because we are all energetic beings and we are all picking up on that energy. So you might be thinking, right, well, is this about a discount? Is that how I'm going to manifest money? And I'm going to say, no, it's about having more fun, making it exciting, and that being a tool to help you manifest money. Now, we've done three tips. If this is just the sort of thing that you want, if this conversation around mindset and money and making more uh, money and business and sales in your business is exactly what you're looking for, then I think you will love the Manifestation Room. So the Manifestation Room is my monthly mindset group all about manifestation, the subconscious, science. And in June and July, both of the months, the content is all about manifesting money. So we are looking at money blocks. We are looking at how to shift these money blocks. We are looking about even more actionable steps. So this podcast is like the tip of the iceberg of actionable steps to make more money in your business. Now, as this episode goes out, the wait list is open. So if you're like, hmm, okay, maybe being part of the manifestation room could be exactly what I need right now to have that accountability, to have that community of other people who are like-minded, wanting to grow their business. If you think, hmm, actually the manifestation room could be exactly what I need, then maybe this podcast episode was made for you. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the link in the show notes. So at the moment, you can join the waitlist. And as long as you're on the waitlist, you will be the first to hear when the doors open. The doors are opening on the 26th of June until the 5th of July. So there's only a 10 day window to come and join the manifestation room. But the amazing thing is when you do join, not only do you get access to the June content and the July content that's all about manifesting money, you also get access to the April and May content as well. So you will have this wealth of information at your fingertips. You will have the Facebook community group where you can ask me questions. We also have the live coaching sessions where you can be coached by me on all things mindset, manifestation, money. And that's not even going into the live, uh, the, sorry, the rewiring masterclasses and all the bonuses in there. It is jam-packed, but it's super easy to use as well. So if you want to come and join the manifestation room, then make sure to either go to the show notes of this episode, or if you go to my Instagram, which is at victoria.maskell, you will find the link in my bio. And if you've got any questions about the manifestation room, just drop me an email or send me a message, and I am so happy to answer them for you. Right, tip number four. I want you to focus on the value you give to your clients. Now, the word value is often used more in service-based businesses, but I also want you to think of the value you give if you have a product-based business. So let's say you sell stationery, okay? What is the value your customer gets when they buy your note cards, your journal, your recipe book? Because when you start thinking, right, Okay, so this person gets a gift that they love to give to their family member. They see the smile on their family member's face. They're like, oh, I feel so good. I've given them this gift. Okay, a recipe book. It could be that they absolutely love cooking as a family. They love love cooking for their children or their partner or for themselves. And they create their own recipes. And this recipe book gives them a place where they can put all of these things together. Maybe they can share them with friends and family. Maybe it just saves them time. Rather than having to flick through all their cookery books, they put it all in one place and they write down the ones that they love. So it's fun. It's time saving. Maybe you have um, affirmation note cards and it brighten someone's day because they feel more positive in the morning, they feel more calm, maybe it's really helped them shift their mindset. That is, that's just sort of three small ways that you are giving value. If you offer a service, how are you solving a problem? Are you giving someone support? Are you giving someone accountability? Are you changing an aspect of their life? Are you making them feel fitter, healthier, more confident? Are you um, solving problems in their business? Are you allowing them to make more money? Are you giving them more sales in, in a roundabout kind of way? So whatever your business is, instead of thinking about selling, instead of thinking about numbers, instead of thinking about money and revenue and income and profit, I want you to take a step back and I want you to focus on what you give rather than just what you get. Now, that's not to say that we don't want to be goal-driven and we don't want to have targets. Yep, absolutely. But the starting point of everything you do in business should be, where is the value? And if it's not necessarily direct value, it's like, where's the positive energy that you're giving people? Now, funnily enough, I was working this morning 
and the way I work is relatively fluid obviously when I've got client sessions they're set in stone but when I have pockets of time where I'm working on my own tasks in my business I don't tend to structure it too much I really focus on intuitively what feels good right now I finished a task and I was like okay I'm gonna go for a walk and then suddenly I went no no, I want to record this podcast episode. So this podcast episode is coming from me feeling really inspired, really excited to create this, and it just felt right. And I hope that's translating. I hope you can feel the positive energy in what I'm talking about. So when you are creating a Facebook post, or maybe, um, I was going to say a Twitter post, but we say a tweet, don't we? You see, I don't use Twitter. Uh, maybe a post on LinkedIn. Maybe you have a podcast. I want you to focus on the value and the positive energy you're giving. So even if that social media post is like a funny meme, you are still giving value, you're giving humor, you're giving positivity. Maybe that post is really educational and you are giving someone three tips to solve a problem on their marketing or their mindset or on three ways that Reiki would benefit their life, for example. That's awesome. You're giving them value. So rather than thinking, oh my gosh, I hope I get two clients from this post. You're thinking, I'm giving value. This feels really good. I'm solving a problem. I'm really excited about this post. It's really funny. I love the colors. I can't wait to share this with people. And wouldn't it be brilliant if someone became a client as a result? Wouldn't it be brilliant if someone bought my my post-its or my journal or my notebook or my recipe cards because of this or my makeup product, whatever it is? So lead with the value, lead with the positive energy, focus as much as you can on feeling really good when you're creating content, when you're sending out emails, when you're speaking to people, because this will translate. This will translate into people having a really positive experience. And then link that to tip one, which obviously, excuse me, is you're actually going to be talking about what you offer. You're talking about your business. So then the natural step is... That's brilliant. I want one of those. I want to book a session. I want to speak to that person because the person is getting, the potential client, if you like, is getting a really positive overall experience. So with this one, when we're manifesting money, it's not necessarily just about focusing on the money, the numbers, the income, the sales. Yes, that is important. And yes, we need to know those things, but we want to focus on starting with value and being in a positive headspace. Excuse me, all this talking. Right, the fifth tip from this snippet of five tips is, bearing in mind the, the, the title of this episode, okay, the title of this episode mentions small business owner. Tip five, maybe a bit controversial, but I want you to stop talking about yourself as a small business owner. Why do I say this? Right, what does small business owner suggest? Now, you might think, oh my God, I love calling myself a small business owner because it makes me feel warm and fuzzy and friendly and I feel part of a group and I feel really powerful. Awesome, absolutely amazing, that is great. And, or maybe, but, if small business owner is the focus on small, it's like, I'm only a small business owner what do I know? Or I'm just starting out or gosh, I can't compete with those big businesses because I'm a small business owner. I'm going to say to you, why are you capping yourself? Why are you limiting yourself by calling yourself a small business owner? Why are you staying small because of this title you've given yourself? Because if you want to manifest more money and you want abundance, 
Is that in alignment with calling yourself a small business owner? What phrases and words do you, or feelings or pictures, do you conjure up when you say small business owner? Is it someone who sells a few products here and there? Someone who has a few clients? Someone who does it on the side? And that's great if that's what you want. Amazing, you're in alignment, so that's great. But if you are looking for more abundance and more clients and more sales and you want to grow and you want to diversify and you want to take on staff and you want new premises, is calling yourself a small business owner capping you? Is calling yourself a small business owner actually limiting you? And is it focusing on what I'm going to call as small money beliefs? And you know that I'm an advocate for every single person choosing their own goals around money. My personal belief is that everyone should just feel happy, healthy, fulfilled and abundant in their lives. And for some people, they want 10 million pounds in the bank. They want 20 million pounds. They want 500 million pounds. And for others, it's nowhere near that number, but it still gives them the feeling of, I feel so good. I feel so abundant. I feel so happy. I feel so successful. So think about, am I calling myself a small business owner? Is that serving me or is that limiting me? Is it capping me? Is it making me feel like I can't have more clients and I can't make more sales because I'm only a small business owner? And if so, how can you shift that? How can you change that and move into a headspace where you're not calling yourself a small business owner? Maybe you need a new phrase. Maybe you need a new um, system of referring to yourself and your business so that you can boost your money thermostat so that you can allow yourself to get into the headspace of making more money and ultimately having more products that sell, more clients, having wait lists, having all of those things that actually you really want in your business, but maybe right now aren't aligned with you calling yourself a small business owner. So there are my five tips. I have got so many more and you are going to find them in the manifestation room. So if you want more tips on manifesting money as a business owner, maybe you want to become a business owner, then come and join us in the manifestation room. Doors are opening on the 26th of June, but you can join right now on the wait list so that you'll be the first to hear about it. Remember, June and July are all about manifesting money, getting to the root of your specific money blocks, having actionable ways to remove these and allowing that money to just flow into your life. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, please let me know. You can either email me um, on at, I don't know what the right word is there, uh, victoria at victoriamaskell.com or come and find me on Instagram. I'm at victoria.maskell. I hope you've loved this episode. I hope it is enthused no, not infused. Well, yes, it could have infused, but infused you with positivity, abundance, and given you some things that you are actually going to look at and shift to allow you to make more money in your business. I will be back very soon with another episode. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.